This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome to Behind the Scenes with Brian, the podcast covering everything from engineering, mining, and mine waste management to whatever else may be on our minds. Pop in your headphones and don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. And now, here is your host, Brian Ulrich. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Hey, I thought I'd change things up a little bit. Uh, on some of my podcasts, I read a blog, and this time I'm going to do it the opposite way. I have a paper that I wrote in 1995 that I didn't end up doing anything with. And so I thought I would read it into the podcast and then probably upload it as a blog. So I hope you enjoy this. It's titled, I Can Run Slope Stabilities With My Eyes Shut. In this day and age, with aid of computer programs, it's quite simple to conduct slope stability analyses. In fact, it may be too easy. As young engineers are brought into the field of geotechnics, it's very common to set these new employees on their way to conduct slope stability analyses with a minimal amount of training. Typically, stability analyses are seen as being dull, routine, and repetitive. This being the case, it's understandable that untrained persons are given these tasks. It's not uncommon for an engineer with a minor understanding of slope stability to train another engineer to do the same. This may result in a serious condition since less and less information is passed from person to person. One has only to peruse the literature from recent conferences to realize the rate at which embankments suffer some degree of instability. Such events, while providing tremendous information on the behavior of soils, tends to give the industry a black eye and force the expenditure of unnecessary monies. Failures have been documented to occur in every stage of an embankment's life including during construction, at completion of construction, during the operational period, and for tailings facilities after closure. If Dr. Seuss was a civil engineer, he may have written a book by the same title as this paper, but in all likelihood he would have concluded that one should approach such an analysis with their eyes fully open. In order for an engineer to fully understand slope stability, it's imperative to have a good understanding of soil mechanics. The understanding must include both laboratory and field behavior soil. If one uses the correct laboratory strength values in the analysis, but an improper failure mode, the analysis is of little use to the real world. The same is true for the reverse case. Whether it's most appropriate to use the trained or un Strain frictional strength depends on a number of factors, including the period of time for which the analysis is meant to represent. There are various sources of information available to guide the stability user in this area. There are countless areas in which the engineer must take note of laboratory test results. Just because the laboratory technician has assigned a friction angle to, to a soil, 
This does not necessarily mean that it should be used in the stability analysis. For instance, if the soil is very brittle, it may not be appropriate to use the peak shear strength. Perhaps it would be more appropriate to use the shear strength other than the peak. This does not apply to the case of static or flow liquefaction susceptible materials. It's equally important to ensure that the correct failure mode is chosen for the analysis. For instance, a circular failure surface may not adequately represent the critical case of a relatively thin, weak layer underlying the slope. Logic must be used to determine the type and positioning of the failure surface. The fact that computers are quite capable of searching for hundreds of failure surfaces is not reason to replace logic with computer power. Even something as simple as the geometry of a slope is often initiated improperly. When one refers to the critical cross-section, the maximum section is not necessarily implied. Perhaps another location has a feature not represented in the maximum section. If this is the case, it may be wise to analyze more than one case. Each step in a stability analysis must be set up properly. Phreatic surfaces, pore pressures, failure surface location and mode, material properties, and slope geometry must all be specified. Never is the term garbage in, garbage out more appropriate than in the case of slope stability analyses. It's, it's encouraged that all experienced engineers with adequate insight into the problem of slope stability pass their knowledge on in the consciousness and thoughtful manner. It's a matter of great importance that engineers learning the art and science of slope stability are trained and supervised with a great deal of attention. Well, that's it. I'm Brian, and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian. Until next time, keep on rockin'.